Now I want to turn our attention further afield and the United Nations Security Council is meeting today to discuss the ongoing violence between Israel and Gaza, the worst in the region since 2014. Israeli's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said yesterday that Israel will continue to strike in Gaza for as long as necessary. Bell True is Middle East correspondent with The Independent and joins me now on the line. Bell, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Bell, there are concerns being raised that this violence could now escalate further into a, a full-scale ground invasion of the Gaza Strip. I suppose, bring us up to date. What's the latest? Well, the latest is, is there has been quite a heavy bombardment of central Gaza last night um, by Israeli forces. According to the Gaza Health Ministry, that left uh, added um, 15 people to the death toll, including 45 injuries. Right now, we know that um, there have been at least 174 Palestinians killed in Gaza, including 47 children and 29 women. Now, on the other side, there were also rocket barrages over Tel Aviv yesterday, at least three of them and several overnight. That has left um, in total over the last week. We've got eight Israelis who've been killed, including a five-year-old boy and a soldier Yesterday, um, there was there was a man in his 50s that was killed uh, in Ramat Gan, which is just um, mm. outside of Tel Aviv. So basically what we're looking at is intensified fire from both sides. Now, one of the latest attacks in Gaza destroyed a, a tower block that housed um, a, a news media organisation. What impact is that going to have on, on, I suppose, the reporting of, of the conflict? Well, it does obviously reduce the capabilities of Associated Press and Al Jazeera, whose main offices were in the building, because their entire um, studios and offices, a lot of their equipments came down with that building. It's obviously been massively criticised by the international community, with uh, both those news agencies saying that this could amount, this could be a violation of international law, could amount to collective punishment. Al Jazeera said may even amount to a war crime. Israel's justified its actions, saying that there was it was a you know a, a, had officers used by Hamas's intelligence units that were coexisting um, and using the media basically as a human shield. But there will be obviously a lot of investigations as to whether it was necessary to bring down the entire block, particularly as uh, the as, as was broadcast live on air. The owner of the building had appealed to the Israelis to allow at least four journalists to return just for 10 minutes to pick up their equipment request, which was denied. Having said that, the Israelis did give them about an hour to be able to to do a full evacuation. So at the moment, it is going to obviously reduce their ability to be able to report. Also, I will just add to that very quickly, the border with Gaza is closed at the moment. The Israelis have closed um, Erez crossing, which means that us foreign correspondents who are here on the Israeli side are unable to enter Gaza to be able to report from that side as well. I mentioned that Benjamin Netanyahu had said that there will continue to be strikes on Gaza for as long as necessary, was the quote. He, he also blamed Hamas for the violence. Has there been a response from Hamas? Uh, at the moment, um, we're getting sort of various different, um, you know, comments from Hamas, but they don't tend to put out as many statements because uh, I think probably large amounts of their, um, their their sort of commanders are kind of hiding underground, uh, as is normal during these kinds of um, upticks. But they certainly have basically positioned themselves as, as like, if you hit our, our territories, we will hit yours. If you kill our civilians, we will hit yours. That's how they've positioned themselves in their statements in the past. So I imagine it, this will mean that they will continue as well. Mm. Uh, they have briefly um, offered a kind of ceasefire, which was rejected by Israel. Now, I was in briefings yesterday with top um, Israeli Air Force general, who also gave over that impression that they have, they're not done yet. 
there is a feeling from the Israeli side that red lines have been crossed, particularly with the barrage of rockets at Jerusalem, with that extraordinary um, scene on Tuesday night of huge amounts of rockets over Tel Aviv, which continue. So for them, they, they want to take out Hamas's capability to be able to produce those rockets. They've claimed that they've already destroyed every single rocket manufacturing site, but they want to try and get other um, sort of strategic locations within the Strip. Unfortunately, Gaza is extremely heavily populated. There's two million people living in just a 40 kilometer long strip of land. Everything, you know, it's not possible to not hit civilians. Mm. And so the collateral damage, which means civilian deaths and injuries, is going to keep increasing. Yeah, it's massive. Um, The UN Security Council bell is due to meet today. What, What can we expect from that meeting? I'm not sure exactly what we can expect from that meeting. There is sort of a fierce fight within, um, you know, the Security Council itself. There is hope that there may be some kind of strong statements that are, are, um, you know, that are released, but that may also be vetoed by several members within the Security Council. So for the moment, we're not actually sure what exactly is going to happen. But I know that a lot of Palestinians um, and a lot of Israeli citizens who are also living under rocket fire are hoping that this might actually you know, uh, see at least move towards a process that we could see some kind of at least truce or ceasefire or peace deal. Because as I said, you know, civilians are the ones who are going to, you know, who are suffering at the most. There's also a US envoy in town as well, who's doing some mediation efforts and uh, Egyptian mediators as well. But so far, we haven't seen anything concrete. Okay, Beltru, Middle East correspondent with The Independent. Thank you for your time this morning. And just to uh, draw your attention to some, there's some really powerful pieces in a lot of the papers today from Gaza, some uh, testimony from people caught up in this absolute nightmare, um, which are definitely worth your reading time today. 